Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. That was not a dinosaur screaming. That was me yelling into a pillow. And I found that to be appropriate because today we're going to be talking about anxiety. Our friend, our foe, our nemesis as artists sometimes. How do we deal with anxiety? And do you have anxiety? Maybe you're not aware you have anxiety. But I know most of the people that I work with, a lot of the artists that I work with in galleries and online that I've talked to suffer from some form of anxiety, uh, social anxiety or just general anxiety. But whether or not this has been diagnosed or whether or not you can afford to go see a therapist and get on medication, whether or not you like medication, maybe you don't like medication, I try to stay off of medication because I don't like the side effects of it. Uh, But this is an episode for all of you that are dealing with anxiety. I know how difficult anxiety can be to deal with. I've suffered with it for many years. Back in my waiting tables era, the first time I actually experienced anxiety, I was on a shift and all of a sudden everything just went 
kind of numb and I got all freaked out. I felt like I was having a heart attack. I lost control of my limbs. I couldn't answer anybody's questions. My whole body basically just shut down and I was like, what the hell is happening to me? And I literally had to go sit down at a table in the back for about three hours with my head down on the table until it kind of passed a little bit or enough for me to get up and go home. Luckily, the people I was working with covered my tables because I couldn't do anything. I was just incapacitated, basically. Now, whether you have anxiety to that level or you just have kind of a more subtle version of anxiety, something that gets you when you're online on social media or in a gallery situation, if you're talking to people in a gallery or collectors or whatever, friends, and it just makes you a little less present, makes you a little less able to kind of be yourself, whether that's you or you have the first version or any gradation in between, because there are a lot of gradations, this episode is for you. I thought, you know, let's be honest. We all deal with some of these things. I've had an episode about depression. I've had episodes about healing and with Sarah Svetlana and Muka and a lot of people we've talked to about dealing with depression and anxiety and different types of mental illnesses even. And, you know, let's talk about anxiety today because it's something that seems to affect a lot of artists. I have to start off, of course, by saying that I am not a trained doctor or psychologist or therapist. So you can take everything I say with a grain of salt, but these are just some things that have helped me out. So take them just as advice from an artist friend and not a prescription or a diagnosis, obviously. So there that is, and let's get into it. For me, I'll just get personal. Uh, Since I've been dealing with this chronic pain, I've had a lot of really intense bouts of anxiety to the point where I was like, I don't want to leave the house. I'm, I can't relate to my friends. I don't want to tell them what's going on because they don't understand. And I just shut down. I had a couple of days where I was literally on the floor and I just felt like I couldn't deal with the day. I couldn't get up. I couldn't do anything. You know, luckily through some of the techniques that I use, I was able to push through that and get to a period where I was experiencing less anxiety and now I'm doing a little better, but it still hits me from time to time. And it can just be so debilitating. You can't do anything. You can't function. You don't feel motivated. You're afraid to, you know, deal with people. And I just wanted to say, look, I hear you. I feel you. I know what you're going through. If you're going through anxiety out there as an artist, sometimes it even affects me from going in the studio. A lot of times I get triggered by loud noises and sounds. And I have neighbors who kind of freak me out and kick up against my studio from time to time. That gives me anxiety and I can't really focus on my work. And, you know, sometimes that's a lesser grade of anxiety. It's not like me on the floor, not being able to function at all, but it still affects you. And how do we deal with that? You know, how do you deal with that? Maybe you're on medication. Maybe you're not on medication. Maybe you're seeing a therapist. Maybe you're not seeing a therapist. Maybe you've dealt with this on your own. Maybe you've had some luck with it. Maybe you haven't had some luck with it. But this is just something that we all deal with on some level. And some people think like they have anxiety because they're just nervous. But I think if you really have anxiety, you understand the difference between just having regular nerves and being incapacitated by anxiety. So I'm just going to give you a couple things that I do to deal with anxiety. And one of them is what you heard at the beginning, which is just screaming into a pillow, just getting a lot of that nervous energy out. It really doesn't take it 100% out of your body, but it can make you feel better. That's something that I do 
in just moments when I feel anxiety coming on, uh, just get into that. Even like laughter too, the the laugh therapy where you're just like, <laughs> if you're doing something like that, that helps too because it's really channeling this nervous energy that's in your body that's almost in your muscles and it's just forcing it out in a more positive way. It's like a form of expression. Now, this won't get rid of a major anxiety attack, but it can help with the lesser ones and it can even just help to get you to a place where you can actually calm down a little bit. Deep breathing is very important. Meditation, some form of meditation is very important. I do the interval breathing technique. I have a couple episodes on breathing and meditation, so you can revisit those if you're having trouble with that, if you want to find something that works for you. There's also so many different types of meditation. But just getting in touch with your breath is obviously helpful. Sometimes, I got to be honest, I'm so anxious or I have uh, an intense bout of anxiety that I don't even feel like I can focus on my breath. It's that bad. And what do you do in those situations? Well, I'm going to give you a lot of options, some that work for me. Some of these may work for you. Some of these may not work for you. Some people respond well to some of these things and others don't. I will, a lot of times I'll make a really intense loose leaf I have a Japanese pot and I'll make a loose leaf chamomile that will sometimes calm me down. Other times it doesn't. It makes me feel like I'm reacting a little bit to the herbs. They're pretty strong. But every once in a while, it'll take the edge off enough that I can kind of function. So I would look into some sort of herbal tea or chamomile tea. Uh, The loose leaf is the best, something you can make that's really strong. I've recently discovered uh, PYM chews. They're called original mood chews. These were developed by a son of the late Robin Williams, actually. He went through a really dark period after his father passed, and he developed these chews that I've just started trying, and they really take the edge off. They have GABA and L-theanine and rhodiola, which are natural, which I like. They're natural, they're gluten-free, they don't have any sugar in them, but they just kind of take the edge off and My friend was telling me they work with the GABA receptors. I don't know anything about that. You can look into that. But I liked that they had amino acids and they were natural and they didn't have anything else in there, any additives or anything like that. I really liked that about it. And I've tried them. In the morning one time, took the edge off. I was able to kind of get through my day. I took them a couple of times when I had anxiety coming on, or as I said at the beginning, anxiety ascending. (laughs) I took some of those and they definitely took the edge off. I found that if I take... Too many of them, they kind of put me a little bit into a kind of docile place. So, you know, if I'm trying to do something that requires a lot of thought, I won't do too many of those. That's me because I'm very sensitive to anything. So for you, maybe it's just like easy. Maybe it just takes the edge off and you're able to function. I've heard from a lot of people and other podcasts that have talked about them that they really keep you in a good state of mind as well where you can actually work and you can be productive, but it just takes the edge off. So I would look into PYM Choose if I were you. Uh, Chamomile tea is very good. Look, exercise is one of the best. I mean, exercise just really channels all your anxiety, gets it out, gets it out of your pores. You can sweat it out of your pores and you can just, you know, work the muscles, work that tension. The same or similar to deep breathing and meditation that works for you. Look, it's not going to feel normal. It's not going to feel like, oh, hey, I'm feeling anxious. Let's get up and run right now. Sometimes that feels like the last thing you want to do. 
but I guarantee you, you'll feel better. Just go out and take a walk. Take a 20-minute, 30-minute walk. If you can do it in nature, that's even better because that will calm you down on another level as well. Sometimes if you're like running out in the city in traffic, you know, that can also be anxiety-inducing. So be careful where you run. If you have a treadmill, great. If you can get out in the forest or on a hiking trail, even better. But um, just walking through your neighborhood is good too. If you have a peaceful neighborhood, you can find a couple little peaceful routes that you can take that will also calm your mind. That is good. Sweating these things out is amazing. But also along those lines, flushing yourself with water. If you can drink a lot of water, I just find that that flushes my system. If there's anything, any sort of chemicals in there like caffeine or excess sugar or anything like that, it'll help you push all that stuff through your body, which also helps calm your anxiety. Sometimes people have anxiety so bad that they just need to be on medication. And I have thought maybe I should be, but I've been able to kind of curb it on my own. If you're having it really badly to the point of not being able to function, like I had a couple times or, you know, a period of recently, like a period of months where I was suffering from it, maybe it's time to go see a professional and get on some medication. But like for me, I also like to be natural. So I've tried to find alternative routes and herbal stuff that I can take. And I've been able to find a little hodgepodge of things that works for me. But a couple other things you can do are more in the cognitive behavioral therapy category. Some of these I found dealing with my chronic pain and trying to get over that because anxiety also is intertwined with chronic pain and trying to get over chronic pain. So if you're having that, you've probably experienced it as well. But it's just good if you have anxiety in general. Some of these techniques are really just talking to your anxiety. You can try giving anxiety some attention and giving it some space, like as if you're talking to a child. You say, look, I hear you. I understand you're upset right now. Here's some space to tell me whatever it is you're trying to tell me. But once it's done, you can just say, look, it's time to move on. I need to be able to get on with my day. I appreciate what you're trying to do. Maybe you're trying to protect me even, but now it's time to allow me to function and get on with my day. Another one that I found through the Curable app, which was really good for almost, I don't want to say challenging your anxiety, but really giving it some space to say, like almost like a countdown. Look, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to do your worst anxiety. Just do your worst. If you're going to if you want to try to kill me, you can kill me. If you want to come out and you, you, know, you want to try to give me a heart attack, here's your chance. Here's 30 seconds. And you start to count it down. And as you're counting it down from 30, you actually try to elevate it or you try to up the ante basically. Like, look, do your worst. I'm here. I, I want you to do it. Like, come out. And what you'll find is that the anxiety really is not going to kill you. You know, it might feel like that. It might feel like you're having the worst thing in the world. Like, it's going to give you a heart attack. You know, I felt like that. I felt like I was going to pass out. I couldn't function. I couldn't use my limbs. I felt like almost like there was like a split or a a chasm in my brain. Like I was literally losing my mind sometimes. But you'll find that once you get through it to the other side, you know, it really wasn't going to hurt you. So you're almost just saying like, look, do your worst anxiety as you're counting it down. You give it all this chance to do it. And then by the time you reach one, okay, it's done. We're going to get, we're going to move past this. I gave you 30 seconds to do your worst. I gave you a chance to manifest yourself in the worst way and nothing happened. So now I can move on with my day. And, you know, sometimes this is like a chemical thing and, you know, just doing this cognitive behavioral therapy won't do everything, but a combination of that with some of these herbal things or with some of these breathing techniques or with some of the exercise or with these PYM chews or whatever it is you're doing, your medication that you're on, Sometimes 
a combination of these factors will really almost talk yourself out of an anxiety attack or a panic attack. And the better you get with these things, the better you get with these cognitive behavioral therapy techniques and talking to your anxiety and recognizing your anxiety. It's almost like you know, you're building a muscle, you're learning how to deal with it in a positive way. So the next time it comes on, you have some tools and techniques to deal with it. And it's not just going to take you over. Because a lot of times the anxiety coming on produces its own anxiety, like I have anxiety that I'm having an anxiety attack. So, you know, that is powerful to be able to recognize the patterns of it, recognize what's about to happen, and almost talk to your brain and talk to your body and use some of these techniques to cool yourself down. I think over time, you can find that maybe you can master your anxiety a bit, at least a bit, through these techniques. And that is definitely powerful. If you tried all these, if you've tried some of these and they're not working for you, once again, like I said, I'm not a professional. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a cognitive behavioral therapist. I would recommend going and seeing a professional. So these are just some things that have worked for me. These are some things that I hope can work for you. And hopefully we can say goodbye to anxiety attacks in our lives because I know they can be real, real debilitating. They can be really debilitating. So hopefully this has been a little bit helpful for you. And I am going to leave you with some bloopers, not bloopers, but something that I was trying to do as an intro yesterday when I wasn't sure what was happening. So just going to leave you with a little bit of humor to end out this anxiety talk. We will see you next time. I got an interview coming up next with a person that I know you're going to want to hear from. It's a little bit of an opportunity for artists and something that I've been partaking in recently. So tune in for that next week. And in the meantime, hope everybody's well, be good to each other, and we will all be okay. I'd like to welcome you all back to the Living Artist Podcast. You might be asking, where's Preston? Is he coming out today? Well, heck, I thought I'd do the podcast myself. I hope you don't mind. I'd just taken off my shirt. I've just greased myself up, and I'm as ready as a greased hog on a spitfire, ready to go. So let's all get into it. You know, Matthew, I was thinking, why don't we do it together? Well, well, well. I see you too, trying to get through without me, Al. I would love to do the podcast with both of you. It would be an honor and a privilege. All right, stop what you're doing, because I'd like to be a part of this. And if, 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 if you got your room for, for, for the who, if you're with me, with me would you come? I, I would greatly be, 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 be appreciated. What's all this yapping about then? You think you got some room for me to come in and do it proper like? I think so. Huh, I see how it is. Just gonna leave old Freckles over here to fend for himself at the end. Oh, Jesus. I didn't want to be in this podcast anyway. See you on Monday. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at 
www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.